Welcome back, everybody, to yet another wonderful episode of the podcast of Prestige. I'm your host, Spencer Sheaf, a.k.a. at Tingo Man, manager of the fantasy football team. This week's guest joining me is Anthony, a.k.a. at Anthony Isbell. He's the manager of the team at Discount Belichick. Anthony, how are you doing, man? Hey, Spencer, doing well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Did you like the little uh, French accent I put on Belichick? Yeah, that was pretty good. You know, Belichick <laughs> needs to get the respect, and I think the French accent did it right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you agree. Um, so just a heads up for everyone, this episode's going to be um, a little abnormal um, due to obvious uh, circumstances. I'm, I'm a little scatterbrained right now. haven't had um, the ener- energy to put into uh, uh, the podcast. I'm, I'm definitely excited to do it. Also, my, my voice may get a little hoarse at some points. Uh, I just have a sore throat, not COVID or anything. I got tested on Saturday. I'm completely negative. But uh, the air is really dry out here in Colorado. Um, particularly in the fall and winter, and so it, it just uh, it just gets your throat sometimes, and I have to talk for a living, uh, and also this this podcast, so it gets uh, it, it gets a little taxing. Yeah, man, those COVID tests are no joke. Yeah, it was it was actually really uh, easy though. They just took a giant Q-tip and uh, shoved it up your nose for a few seconds. Yeah, just a little bit of nasal action. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. All right, so Anthony, uh, you are a Patriots fan, and uh, for the first time in 20 years, the Pats are having a bit of a rough season. So I, I just wanted to gauge your uh, your thoughts here. Where do you see the Pats ending up realistically at the end of the season, both in terms of record and in draft position? And what position do you think they should address in the first couple of rounds of the draft in 2021? Gotcha, okay. Um, well, you know, I think the Patriots are kind of doing the best with what they got. I think um, Belichick, um, did a good, um, explanation of saying, you know, they sold out and just put a lot of money in and won those Super Bowls. Um, and now they're kind of running out of money. So I think that's where a lot of their problems are coming from. But, uh, record wise, hmm, you know, I can easily see them losing. I don't know, six more games uh, from what they're at now and maybe finishing with an even record. You know, fishing okay. out eight and eight on the season. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because, you know, in these next couple of weeks, they have the Jets, which, I mean, that's an easy win. But then they're playing the Ravens, the Texans, and the Cardinals, which are going to be some pretty tough games. Yeah, I think 8-8 eight and eight sounds fair, and that would put them around the middle of the draft, which unfortunately I think would take them out of the running for uh, the quarterback spot, which, correct me if I'm wrong, that seems like a really big need that they'll need to address at some point. I mean, have you seen a whole lot of Stidham? Has, has he looked impressive in any shape or form? Yeah, you know, I was honestly the only – every time I watched him playing college was when he was playing for Baylor. And when we were going to those Baylor games, and that was kind of like the only experience that I got. And then I believe he, you know, transferred over to Auburn after that. Um, I didn't follow much of him then. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, I didn't see a lot of him after he transferred. But um, I did see him play a few in the preseason 
um, I believe it was last year because there was no preseason this year. Um, and he did look all right. Um, I don't think he was anything special. I, I do think he could he could make the throws and, um, you know, under some more tutelage that he could get better. Uh, but for a long-term solution, I don't think Jared Siddham's the answer. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's that was kind of my, my impression on it. Um, but, you know, I, I can tell you from experience, a, a fan that watches all the games can make a huge difference in terms of perspective and what you see on the field from week to week. So definitely some valuable insight there because uh, I don't think it's quite – we're quite yet at the point where you can just count the Patriots at as much as all the other fan bases are hoping. Uh, we unfortunately have not arrived to that point. We probably won't be at that point until Belichick retires, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, I think they they will never be a like an awful team um, as long as Belichick's there because coaching does go a certain amount of ways. Um, but I do think, you know, kind of how poorly the Patriots are doing right now um, kind of goes to show how much the whole uh, great coach versus great player argument goes um, to where they lost, a, you know, one of the greatest players to play the game, and now they're doing so poorly even with the same coach. Yeah, that's that's definitely a fair assessment. All right, so uh, moving on to teams that aren't the Patriots, we do have, uh, of course, more bye weeks this week. Uh, on uh, This week on bye, we have the Bengals, the Browns, the Rams, and the Eagles. If you have any of these players uh, or any uh, players from these teams in your lineup, you need to take them out and put them on the bench where, uh, with the exception of probably Miles Sanders and uh, the Rams receivers, they probably just belong there. Uh, (laughs) uh, And then also Matthew Stafford is on the COVID list. Um, So if you have him in your lineup, I don't know if anybody does. I don't want to call anybody out. But Stafford is not going to be startable this week, unfortunately. Um, and that's that's really it as far as what I can definitively say on the COVID front. Things are always crazy. As always, make sure to check the Sleeper app. Yeah, that uh, the Matthew Stafford COVID case was uh, pretty surprising to me. You know, I didn't hear much of anything with the lines when it came to COVID. Yeah, uh, it, it seems a, a lot of these uh, surprise announcements – you know that that's that's why uh, sleep, why I like sleeper a lot. Um, it, it's really good about notifying uh, you about developments like Miles Gaskin. I had no idea that he had taken any kind of injury. Yeah, and it's gonna be out multiple weeks. And yeah, it's it's like three weeks or something like that. Um, and Matt Breida apparently didn't practice earlier today, um, so you don't even have that as the backup option. Um, so we'll have to see. Yeah how that shakes out. Uh, Speaking of Matt Breida, it is time to move on to our interesting pickups of the week, uh, either through free agency or waiver wire. Anthony, did you see any uh, pickups that piqued your interest? All right. Sorry about that, everyone. We had some technical difficulties. Uh, Anthony, uh, did you see any uh, free agent or waiver wire pickups that piqued your interest this week? Yeah, and uh, thankfully for my team not being so hot, you know, I think if this whole Jordan Wilkins experience works out um, in Indianapolis, um, I think I might have gotten the best pickup this week. But on the other end of the stick, Kieran picked up Naheem Hines that can uh, also take that starting spot as well. Yeah, Naheem Hines is one of those players that can be uh, really promising 
Um, I didn't really see anything that piqued my interest. Um, I thought it was a little curious that uh, Chris had picked up uh, Cam Newton and dropped Teddy Bridgewater. Because um, didn't didn't Cam Newton get get benched at the end of the last game? Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, I do believe so. He did. No, um, the last game was the Buffalo game where he fumbled at the five yard line going down the field. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll see how that shakes out. I, I I think Teddy Bridgewater has has been a a roster rosterable quarterback this season. Yeah. Um, he you know he's matchup dependent, but frankly, so is Cam Newton, and Cam Newton hasn't shown enough. Uh, in my opinion, to, you know, if, if there are better options like Teddy Bridgewater on the waiver wire, um, you should go for those other options. Because um, Cam Newton, you know, even though I think he got shafted by the Panthers, he unfortunately isn't back to his old form, even with uh, the greatest coach of all time as his, uh, as his coach. Yeah, no, um, I don't see – what warrants the whole Teddy Bridgewater drop for Cam Newton. Um, I do agree with you there uh, because Cam Newton has honestly, he's a run, uh, like a run first quarterback, but they've been trying to pull him out of that. And they, he lost a lot of faith last game when he fumbled on, on that last drive. Yeah. All right. So, um, oh yeah, let's, we, we do have a trade. Okay, so we have uh, just one trade uh, this week. Um, of course, it involves Matt and Evan. No surprise there. Always. Uh, so, so Matt got Zeke and Jamal Williams in exchange for Brady, Evans, and Jacobs. Anthony, what are your thoughts on this trade? You know, when I first initially saw the trade, I, I was very upset um, because I just kind of felt like, Matt just got a lot better. Um, but I understand why the both of them made the trade. And I think I kind of explained it a little bit um, in the chat there about how I felt it was pretty even. Um, because, you know, just kind of sitting on it, it makes sense. Um, but I do think Matt won. You do? Yes. Okay, that, that's interesting. Because uh, I actually think uh matt lost out on this i think matt's team actually got slightly worse from this interesting um because because even though you know zeke is a better running back than josh jacobs um it's not just about the talent of the individual player in fantasy football as much as we we'd like to think that it is it also boils down to the situation that the player is in and zeke is in an awful situation right now i i talked about this last week uh when I was talking about my reasoning for trading him off my team, even though he's my third overall pick, you know, Zeke is not in a promising situation anymore. He's got, you know, the O-lines is in shambles. The whole offense is in shambles. Who knows who the starting quarterback is going to be this next week. Um, and, and so to go from Josh Jacobs, who is in a good situation with uh, an offense that is in, that is intact um, with a coach that is proven to be a good offensive mind, um, to, to go from, from Jacobs to Zeke, I think is a bit of a downgrade. I, I do like that he was targeting, uh, Jamal Williams though. Um, cause that's something he, he needs to have on his team, uh, with what's happening to Aaron Jones. Um, 
So the the really only weak spot for of this trade that I see for either team is Mike Evans. Um, he's been a great receiver, but for a reason, him and Brady just haven't really clicked. Um, and that's probably going to get worse with Antonio Brown coming onto the team. And Brady has thrown to Antonio Brown before in an NFL game. So we'll see how that shakes out. Um, but yeah, it's, I, if I had to pick a winner here, I would, I would say it's seven. Um, but you know, like any trade, we just got to see how it shakes out. And now we are at the comeback of the week. So this is a player that lost last week is projected again to lose this week. Anthony, who do you think is going to come back to uh, put another uh, win in their column? Um, you know, I'm going to do – I think this one's going to be quite obvious. Um, he's not projected to lose this week necessarily, but it is going to be a close match. And unfortunately, I think it's going to be the hot and cold king himself, Matt. Um, he is playing up against you this week, um, but I do think that he did – He really shit the bed last week. And so I just think with Aaron Jones coming back um, and just kind of with the matchups he has, he's kind of due for a, a really good blowout week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he does have some pretty good matchups this weekend. It is going to be a close one, but after assuming my players uh, play to their full expectations, which uh, hasn't been the case for me uh, the past few weeks. Um, my pick... I'm going to go with Justin here. Um, mm. the, the match between him and James is very close to begin with. Right now, uh, James is only favored by half a point. Um, but looking at the team makeup overall, I think Justin has a huge advantage here. Um, and on James's side, he has Lamar Jackson playing against Indianapolis. And Indianapolis has had a very good defense this season. And Lamar Jackson has not been playing up to expectations this season. Uh, he's, he's been a, a pretty disappointing player. Still, you know, uh, a quarterback that everyone would love to have on their teams. But, you know, last season he was a championship winning quarterback. And this season he's just another quarterback who hasn't been able to throw as well. Um, so I, I think Justin has the advantage here in terms of matchup and team makeup. Yeah, you know, when I'm looking at Justin's team, I can definitely – I mean, he's 7-1. And, one. and mm. uh, for the longest time, um, he was the number one team in the league. Well, when we saw it today with power rankings, now number two. But still, he's, you know, up there. And he has the potential to just put up points any week, you know, any day. And, you know, James' team has proven to kind of be on the uprising. But, you know, I do agree. You know, I think Justin's going to take this week home. All right. All right. What, what about uh, some of the other teams? Have you noticed anything interesting or anything you want to point out? You know, um, if I'm going to kind of honor myself right now, I do believe that there is a realm of possibility that I beat Jackson this week. And I think that would be very, very big. Um, and my opportunity to kind of come back and go even this year. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, looking at your matchup, looking up and down your team, you know what I think would really help your team win uh, this next week? I, I think a, a nice pep talk would help them out. Oh, yeah. You know, I do think so myself. You know, um, you know, going down the team, 
Patrick Mahomes, you know, you've been freaking amazing this year. Just keep doing what you're doing. I think you're like 21 touchdowns or 26 touchdowns and one interception, just doing all sorts of stuff. You're going up against Russell Wilson. You guys are arguably one and two in the league right now when it comes to being a quarterback. So, you know, I think this is a really good matchup. But Mahomes, you got to come through for me. Let's put up another 40-point performance this week. And next we got James Robinson. James Robinson, I got you from a trade. But arguably, I gave up a lot for you. I gave up Nick Chubb. So let's see that money work out. Let's uh, let's show Jacksonville that you're what Leonard Fournette should have been. And then Jermichael Hasty, you are arguably the weak point in my entire starting lineup. You might be the starter in the San Francisco game, but you're playing Green Bay. So if you do get that nod, that's an easy amount of points. And let's see it happen. And then this is where I start to realize that the rest of my team is pretty much all Tampa Bay players. So let's go Tampa Bay. I know I'm a Patriots fan, but I got Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, Ronald Jones, Ryan Suckup, all Tampa Bay players. So let's just see Tampa Bay blow the knocks off of New Orleans and let's get this win. And we got Keenan Allen, man. I can't say enough about Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is the best wide receiver in the league. You heard it here first, baby. Keenan Allen, let's put up some points to see you score a touchdown against the Raiders. That should be a high-flying game. So, Keenan Allen, you should have a lot of balls coming your way. Pause. So, coming up last, I got the Patriots defense. They are playing the Jets. There should be a lot of turnovers, a lot of fumbles, a lot of interceptions. Let's see the Patriots just blow the stops off of this Jets team and take home this victory up against Jackson, who's currently 6-2. and two, But, you know, Belichick says, on to Jackson. All right, man, that they're looking pretty fired up now. Your team is, and I, I do just want to comment real quick. Yeah, it was pretty funny that you have one, two, three, four Tampa Bay players on your team. Uh, kind of reminds me a couple of years ago. Um, I had this kind of happened by accident, is just how the draft fell for me. I, I ended up having Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, and Drew Brees all on the same team. Oh, yeah, which, really relying on the offense. Yeah, and I totally didn't realize it until week one. But there's a couple seasons ago when the Saints were just on fire until Thanksgiving when they played the Cowboys, and the Cowboys were the first team to figure out how to stop them that season. And, it, you know, I thought, oh, just one heartbreaking week, whatever. And then it ended up being heartbreaking for the rest of the season. Um, I'm not sure if that's going to happen this time around for you, you know, it's just something that kind of popped in my mind. But, Anthony, is there anything you'd like to say to the league before we close up the episode? Um, you know, I think everybody knows my opinion in here. I'm going to let the points put on the board and let that do the talking. But, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, Spencer. You're welcome, man. Thanks, thanks for joining us. And, yeah, it's a wise decision to let the points speak for themselves. If only I, I had been so wise. But, hey, I have a podcast, <laughs> so everyone can suck it. My team's the best. <laughs> exactly. Let's go, Tingo, man. All right. Well, Anthony, thank you so much again for joining us. And we will see you all again next week on the Podcast of Prestige.